Sad news, everyone. The legendary club and drag performer Jojo Baby, who for decades entertained people on stage and in every stage, including everyday life, with her makeup, costumes, and puppets, died from complications with cancer. They were 51. Today, we repost one of our earlier shows from 2007, Jojo Baby Finds a Skull, when Jojo made the evening news upon finding a skull rolling in a pot of boiling water when shopping for mannequin parts in a stranger's home they met on Craigslist. Coming of age in Chicago, Jojo was a big part of our scene in the nightclubs and with the Radical Fairies. For many of our generation, Jojo was one of the first entertainers people met in the 90s and the early 2000s when they first moved to town. Jojo's now survived by their brother JJ Arguellas and so many club performers, artists, and drag queens. They helped mentor and inspire. Jojo's own mentor was puppeteer and trans pioneer Greer Langton, whose work with Andy Warhol laid the foundation for a lot of great art including building the first Big Bird puppet for Sesame Street. Big Bird's mother was a trans woman, and Jojo Baby was Big Bird's sibling. Queer art is a huge part of everyone's DNA, and although they may be gone in body, Jojo's creations, creativity, and love is still very much alive. Thank you, Jojo, for being a big part of my life and all our lives. You live on in all of us. Now, please enjoy this encore presentation of Feast of Fun, Jojo Baby Finds a Skull. Hey, Jojo Baby, I saw you on the news tonight. Someone's cooking something strange for you. And it ain't a cupcake. Hey, Jojo baby, did he put a juju on you? Tell me the story on today's Feast of Fools. There are days when it's sad and gray, but I don't let them get me down. I just take the show and off I go and I prance and dance all over the town. Hey, Jojo baby, show me something really wacky or freaky or fancy full of necromancy. Stay out of trouble out of the pot that bubbles. Just tell me the story on today's feast of Fools the Gay Fun Show. Confiscate four human skulls from an apartment on North Damon Avenue. One was boiling in a pot of water when officers arrived. Thanks to a tip from a Chicago artist who went to the apartment to buy some vintage mannequins for his uh, studio. I'm in his kitchen and all of a sudden I see a human skull in a pot boiling in some water. And then he popped out of his room and I was like, you have a skull boiling on your stove. Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Mark, what are you talking about? Oh, I'm just doing a little Shakespeare. Why are you, why are you talking about Shakespeare? Because I've been thinking about Macbeth all day long. Ever what? since we got the phone call from Gigi. Oh, what was that phone call about Gigi all about? Oh, it was crazy. She called and she just had the most, the hottest news and I couldn't believe it. I even taped it. It was actually made... 
the TV news. It was a uh, it's already it's made already, the real news news, <laughs> and it was even online and stuff already. By the time, uh, yeah, by the time she called, so yeah, I checked it out. Well, those journalists are just so hot, hot, hot that they they cover people like the Feast of Fools <laughs> podcast. You're listening to the Feast of Fools. I'm Fausto Fernos, and I'm Mark Fillion, and we are walking in one of the most uh, filmed and written and talked about neighborhoods in Chicago. No, not Boys Town. We're in Wicker Park. Woo! Home of the sexually ambiguous people. Where all the drag queens and club kids and young 20-somethings live. I feel so young and alive here. But now it's gentrified, though, too. It's, it's, it's kind of like the, 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 the villager, but uh, what Chelsea used to be, maybe. What Chelsea in New York City? Yeah. And now it's, uh, this is more, this is still very urban chic. Yes, it's definitely very chic. And we're, I guess we're trying to visit JoJo to get the scoop on what happened this afternoon. What what did well, exactly what, happen? This afternoon was actually on Tuesday, I think. Or earlier this uh, week. Earlier this week, yes. And uh, JoJo went to buy some mannequins. And well, she is always, you know, like me, JoJo and a lot of the drag queens were always shopping for mannequins. <laughs> That's an important thing. But why is it? Well, he likes dolls and stuff like but that. But mannequins are very handy if you're making your own costumes because you can make them onto the mannequins and you can keep them on the mannequins and display them on the mannequins. And good mannequins are hard to come by. And these were vintage mannequins. And so vintage mannequins are really special to people who, are, who spend a lot of time and energy on costumes because... You have a way of displaying, it's a, it's a very useful device, and they're hard to come by. Right. And since he's a doll maker, I think he's also attracted to them on a doll level. Yeah, on a weird, freaky statue in his home. So, it, <laughs> well, he spends a lot of time in his studio, which is a cl- literally a large closet. And he calls it JoJo's Closet. And so we are right now uh, somewhere in what is called the four corners or three corners? No, five points. One, two, three, four, five, six points. The six point, which is the intersection of Damon, Milwaukee, and North Avenue in Wicker Park, where a lot, a lot of sexually ambiguous, cute guys and homeless people all hang out and are best friends. So we are outside, and, and I'm uh, going to we're call Joe. Call Joe but um, here, I'll hold on to the microphone while we call him and have him let us in. Last time I was at his place, I was walking around and I saw him up in his window and he was like standing there with his arms folded, looking out the window, like one of those, like, like those old time Spanish ladies. The only thing he was missing was his mantilla and veil covering his head. <laughs> and it was just like, or like holding on to a little rose or something like that. Explain you know? to people, so why was JoJo in the news? So he, he was shopping for some mannequins. He was shopping for some mannequins and I guess the guy- we're downstairs. Uh, yes, it is. Okay. So, uh, so we're waiting for him. Okay, so uh, he was shopping for some mannequins, and he uh, he knocked on the door. The guy didn't answer. He went around back, and I guess he went into his house or something. And then there was something unusual cooking. He could smell uh, something strange. Right, yes, there was something unusual cooking on the kitchen stove. So he didn't quite know what to make of it, and he thought it was uh, rather an odd thing. Hello. Hi. Hi. So we're going inside of JoJo's studio. And I think all the galleries and things are located on the second floor. So upstairs, yeah. So we're going inside. And this is a large building with a bunch of studio spaces. Mm-hmm. And we're walking up a flight of stairs. And a lot of they have a big festival here, the Round the Coyote Festival, which kind of 
I don't know, a lot of art stuff here. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Shelly. How are you? They're fun. We're recording this live. Yeah. Can, you say, can you say hi to the good people of the world? Hi, how are you guys? Hi, doing great. And I love your hair. Shelly's hair is a fuchsia. It's sort of like mine, but with fuchsia stripes. And we're in front of JoJo's. JoJo's closet. JoJo's closet with green doors. And there's, we're greeted dolls. by a Siamese, by Siamese twin dolls with their matching penises. Wow. They have, three, they have three legs and two penises. Mark, lock the door behind you. And they're stumpy. JoJo's three-legged do- chihuahua. Hi, Stumpy. Hi, Stumpy, whose sister drowned in a... Whose sister drowned in a river. And we are walking through a tunnel mostly of dolls and costumes and and about a million different skeletons. Hi, Jojo. Jojo right now is uh, cutting somebody's hair. How are you, sweetie? Good. Are you alive? I'm alive. You're cutting somebody's hair. This is uh, Damon from uh, Black Box. Is that a band? Yes, it's a band. Okay, so what happened to you this after? Well, happened to you earlier this week? Was uh, yesterday. Well, I I was bidding on some mannequins on eBay and I um, missed out. So that's on how you found out about the mannequins in the first yeah. place. Yeah, I missed out on the bid, but I I, th- I saw that they didn't sell. So I, I called him and I said, if they're still available, I know you live in Chicago. I'd be interested in coming to your apartment and seeing them. And I left my number and he called me back and he was like, yeah, you can come over to my house. He was actually, you're like Jojo from Jojo's Closet, right? And I was like, whoa, yeah, yeah, that's me. And he was like... And then you walked into a room like, and there was, was every yeah. single photo of you was in a, <laughs> pasted in a wall with a big X on it. He's known me since 1980. No, no. <laughs> He's like, I am in love with you. No, I... Uh, you finally complete my collection. Oh, Jesus, Fausto. So I go to his place, and I was supposed to call before I got there, but I didn't. And I, I walked up, and his door was wide open. And I walked into his house, and I'm calling for him. Uh, Brian Sloan. Brian Sloan. And uh, he's not answering. So uh, um, I, I'm in his kitchen by now, and uh, I see... I, I'm thinking he's cooking a kitchen, uh, a chicken on the stove, and I look in the pot, and you lifted the lid. There was no lid. The, oh, there was no lid on the. No, there was a skull, and yes, there was a flesh on the skull, and he was boiling it off around the teeth. So you found a whole complete human skull with flesh on it, boiling in a pot on somebody's stove, and you didn't even know this guy. I didn't know this guy. And all my friends are like, you then left the apartment, right? No. I stayed and I wanted <laughs> oh to see. I stayed and I wanted to see the mannequins he had to offer in the basement that I followed him into. Because mannequins are important for you. Yeah, I bought four of his mannequins. So you actually walked down into his basement after you saw a human skull boiling on the stove? I followed him into a dark basement. He was really cute, and I was like, well... He is very attractive. I, I saw him yeah. on TV. He is cute, but I don't think cute enough. Oh, I you didn't see his package. You know, that was the that was the icebreaker. But is it worth losing your head over? It, I, I thought, well, if he'd fuck me at least once, and I got a chance before he cut my head off, then, you know, hey. 
Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the the news story that well, WGN or was it well, NBC actually, News when he, didn't cover. He dropped me off yeah. me and the mannequins off back at my gallery. Uh he hey, saw he my knows where you live now? He knows where I live. He saw my plaster castings and I actually asked him if he wouldn't mind being plaster casted and he was For like, his genitals. He said only if he would get a copy for himself and I was like, Of course. And then you, you sort of like Squeezed a little. But he said that he had to. Yelp. He had to think about it. Okay, so after that, when did you call the police? Later that night. So you were sort of like toying and thinking oh. about should I squeal oh, on my, this guy? My friend, my friend Ron Shaw, who is a an anthropologist, said that if I didn't call the police, he was going to call the police, and then I'd be an accessory, and I'd be obstructing justice. So I decided to call the police because I didn't want. A record, you know. You you wouldn't last long in jail. I don't think they they, they use people like you as currency you in prison. Use for makeup in jail. What is it? It's it's. You a, spit on magazines and you rub them against your cheeks for rouge. This is true from Holly Woodlawn's own do, uh, biography. Mm. A low life in high heels, JoJo. I could probably make better cosmetics in jail. I think. What would, what could you possibly use to as makeup? Well, like I would mustard. Well. There's, there's obviously Ketchup? plaster there, right? I, I just look like Queen Elizabeth, really. Oh, so you would rub the plaster and then just cut it on your cheeks and make yourself yeah. a little pale looking. Yeah, there's obviously lead pencils and plaster in jail. You know, I just look like Queen Elizabeth. Oh my God! And of course, you know, one interesting thing about JoJo's closet right now is that there is a head in a jar here, in front of us. Well, it's a plaster cast. It's poured in paper. Of my friend Joshua. Is he still alive? He's still alive. He's taking care of his sick mother in some state. And so what happened to this guy's head? I mean, didn't he didn't say anything? What did he tell you about the heads? You must have asked about the head. I, 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 well, when I first... He caught me looking in the pot, because that's when he popped out of his room. And I and I was, I was like, dude, you have a skull boiling in a pot of water here on the stove. And? And he was like, well, oh, it's cool. They're from China. And I bring them back and I do my... my oh, it's cool because it's Chinese people's heads. <laughs> right. And, and not so Anglicans. He, they're not American, so, so it's okay. <laughs> so he actually brings back heads himself. He goes to China. He gets that's heads. Damon's girlfriend, Shelly. Hi, Shelly. We got Shelly outside. <laughs> okay, so, so you asked this guy why... Okay, these are Chinese heads. And Those Chinese people's heads. Um, well, he said they're from Tibet, and uh, if that makes any difference. So he but, imported uh, them. He imports them, and then he does all of his carving on them here, trying to make them look like even more like Tibetan skulls, I guess. What do you, what do you mean he carves them? He he carved really beautiful like mandala flowers onto the tops of their heads. And then what does he do with these skull, carved skulls? He sells them on eBay, and we're probably making him money right now. Well, I, I doubt anybody knows I, how I to find him. Are you allowed to actually sell human flesh like that on eBay? Well, I didn't think you could. Channel 32 just downplayed it right now, and it was like, yeah, you can buy skulls on eBay. Because I, I clicked on the link because I was like human skulls, and I, I clicked on something, but I found it was just it was jewelry. It wasn't real skulls, but that you have real skulls on eBay? Yeah. Now, did this person get, did the family get a kickback or something, or like? 
I mean, how, who's got, somebody's making money off where, of these. Where are these so, head Tibetan heads coming from? Because there's people in Tibet right now without heads. And, and yeah, somebody's missing a he head. He was trying to downplay that he was like boiling this head on his pot, in his pot on uh, Channel 32. Now, taste the broth or anything no, did no. you yeah, and what did it smell did it smell like it anything smell like anything in there and i know what blood smells like so cause because because my, my mother's a medical technologist okay not from first hand from research from yeah from doing research. castings <laughs> oh my god speaking of makeup in prison you know if you are in a women's prison you can use never mind oh. what oh, oh. 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 menstrual blood i guess That's, i don't I, know if that's I, a very I, good rouge you have you seen short bus there's i haven't seen the movie there. short bus the, short bus there's a queen in there that is always talking about putting menstrual blood on his lipstick and rouge it's like whoa. So do do you think that's sort of like I mean, is there's a do you think it's ethical to take someone's severed head without their, well, I guess they're not around to consent yeah, like to it. I don't know like the point of origin of where these heads is it like is it a grave robber, a body thief, yeah. you know? I would practicing voodoo myself. You you just have to give these skulls respect and if you're if they're not respected these dead are going to come after him anyway well how is it respecting the dead by selling them without and then you know wanting their their and carving them or even wanting their heads carved you're right you know they're not around it's like to i mean if i would assume i don't really know i'm not a practicing voodoo person but i would assume that respecting them would mean not selling them on eBay. <laughs> not selling them on eBay or treating them as religious objects, meaning that they're not available for financial exchange. This is a very difficult question to ponder. But. Yeah, it, or not? Sorry, I mean, I've just you know, it's every half an hour. I feel like I've been telling the story today. It's kind of wild. Channel Two started the day off. Okay, so this morning you woke up and the news people were pounding on the door. Works for Channel Two. You actually work for the television station? Yeah, I walked in, I walked into the newsroom and they're talking about JoJo and they're like JoJo Mr. Baby. Yeah, they're like JoJo Baby. I was like, "What's going on with JoJo?" I'm like, I'm freaking out. I'm thinking something happened to JoJo or like, "What's going on with JoJo?" They go, "He found he found uh, someone boiling a skull." I'm like, well, "It's JoJo. Of course he found someone boiling a skull." I really like the fact that they were referring to you as Baby or Mr. Baby. Um, he got a good story. He's he's got a good story about this. You got to tell him. Well, the Tribune was calling me, and they were like, we found out what your real name is. And I was like, well... Which is uh, not JoJo Baby? It's not JoJo Baby. Well, I'm legally, like you said on the show before, you're in the process of changing your name. Legally right? changing it. As far it. as um, April, May, June, uh, June 5th, I'll be... Mr. Jo- baby. JoJo Baby, yes. Legally. And so you asked them, and, please use my soon-to-be legal name. Yes, and they were like, and you're a drag queen. And I was like, no, I'm a club kid. And they were like, well, we... People won't understand Club Kid. They'll understand Drag Queen better. And I was like, well, write whatever the fuck you want then. I was like, but you can't rewrite my name and all this. And I was like, I was like, if this is how you're going to put it in the paper, I was like, just strike me from the whole story and try and tell your story then. And he went to his editor and my, I have friends here that have connections and I called him back on his desk, which was kind of funny. He was like, this is Mr. Baby. He was just like, whoa, how did you get back to me? And I was like, well, I just want to know, let you know that you were rude. And I, they, so they were saying you were rude? 
No, I wanted to tell them that they were oh. rude to me, telling me who I am and what I do for a living. And I was like, I'm not the monster in this story. You know? Who is the monster? Is this guy a monster? Because I saw him on TV. And if he's a monster, he's a very attractive monster. He's very cute. Is <laughs> not the monster you want to mess around with? Cause Are you like- saying that the journalist was the monster? Are you calling us monsters? <laughs> I am not a monster. He's a monster. Who, who, who? Well, if it if it turns out he is a grave robber, then he is the monster, you know. Because he could say they're from Tibet or Tibet or Asia, you know? and but, and then they do my, a DNA search my, and find out they were from Chicago. <laughs> but one of my my friend Ron Shaw, who's the anthropologist in the story, said if they're gonna bring um, skulls. From the Orient, here they're already clean, and why is he boiling the skull in a pot? That's I don't think what they're. I was yeah. thinking too. I thought like that's the weird thing is like, what is he boiling it for? Unless he's trying to bleach the bone or something. I don't know. Well, I think the police took the skulls and they're going to do further investigation, and we can look forward to a special Law and Order episode <laughs> with JoJo Baby. I wonder who will play me. I wonder who it will probably. What kind of actor would play you? On, on Law and Order, well, it would have to. It has be. to be a mainstream sort of like, you know, who's, short. Who's the, uh, who, who's the Harvey no, Oh, please, someone young, too old. Uh, the one that played Capote. What's his name? Yes, that's exactly true. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, the yeah that that I would be happy with him playing me. Is your new show is that up on YouTube or anything like that? Have you found on the internet? Did anybody put that up? Huh? Is when you were on the news today? Is that on YouTube yet? Do you know? I don't know if it's on YouTube, but I know that you can get all of the times. And I didn't change clothes from one channel. I know you're still I wearing know, Taste of Chicago with an arrow pointing to your genitals. That's what I was going to get at because your outfit. It was like I'm surprised they put that on. I was so surprised that none of these people, none of these reporters, caught on, and they were filming me. I thought that was a, that was a wonderful aspect that that T-shirt was on all three news channels today, <laughs> pointing to your genitals. Taste of Chicago. Chicago. Taste of Chicago. For those of you who don't know, is this big festival downtown where it's a street it's, fair. It's a street fair where they have a lot of food, so you get a little you get a little taste of this, a little taste of that, and it's, it's so a lot of trashy. fat people go out and they they go, oh, I'm gonna get a taste of Chicago. So I'm going to try the ribs and the turkey legs and the corn on the cobs and the fried donuts and, and pad thai and pad thai and <laughs> anything that's you know cotton candy Twinkies. Twinkies and, and I also thought it was funny too because it's like there was a skull boiling on a stove and then you're wearing a t-shirt that says Taste of Chicago. <laughs> well, it's it's funny they they on Channel 32 they actually showed the pot that I saw on the stove. It was in the same spot. Did Miss- you offer to buy the pot? No. You should have uh, bought the pot. I'm sure. Uh, mannequins? I do. The, one of the mannequins is Can right. we just oh, take wait, a quick look at it? take a picture. We'll take yeah, some That's pictures. one of the mannequins right there. I'm so go, bla- I'm so the African-American mannequin with the red hair? Well, I just bought this little boy, Fez, here, and I thought, I, I, I saw these two black girls there, and I was like, wow, he'll instantly have two mommies. So I bought him <laughs> two mommies. And where's the second uh, mother? She's out in the hallway. You passed her up. She's well, already dressed. Well, I, think, I dressed some of the mannequins because really? I wanted to give them a, a sense of identity and feeling. And well, and well, all the care report, all the reporters that came here today were like, "Where are the mannequins you bought?" Because that was part of the story. There, yeah, like, I noticed that they kept showing like the mannequin body parts in a garbage can, trying to like hint, hint, it's a dead body. Well, 
when I when I first went to his apartment, I was like, "Wow, I'm in the right place because there's arms and legs and heads sticking out of everywhere." And I, and his neighbors were like, they were, his neighbors were like, yeah, that's a good way to impress the new girlfriend to come over and see all these heads and arms sticking out of things. I Do you think it's yeah. weird though that he deals in mannequins and human body parts? Is there something? Is there something wrong with this guy? I hope so. <laughs> and he's just up the street, isn't he? He is right up the street, and he like, knows where I live. And... Artist Jojo Baby stumbled upon a most bizarre discovery when he came to this Bucktown apartment last night looking to buy mannequins for a project. The door was wide open, and I was calling for him, but he wasn't answering, and I made it into his kitchen and saw a skull boiling in a pot of water on his stove. He is sculptor Brian Sloan, and there were three more human skulls inside his apartment. Sloan did not want to go on camera tonight, but told me it's no big deal. Chicago police are currently in the process of trying to figure out if it's a big deal or not. This man says he purchased them in China. What does he mean by that? Were they shipped here? Did he go there and get them and bring them here? Sloan was not arrested and is said to be fully cooperating with police in the investigation. So, Jojo, when you first decided you were going to call the police because your other friend was going to call the police, what did you actually, like, you called, like, 911 or 311, and what did you say? 911. And you said, I was at somebody's house today, and... No, I was like, are you ready for a story? And they were like, go ahead, shock me. <laughs> really? The operator, yeah. She was, she, she, was like, she was like, honey, I hear it all. And I was like, all right. So she's like, ha, I heard it all. So I told her just what I told you. I said I went over to his apartment and found this skull boiling in a pot of water. And um, she's like, "May I have the address, please?" She was, and I was, I was like, I really don't want my ni- my name tied to this. And I was like, "Can we do it?" Um, what's the word? Where he would anonymously. anonymously, and. Um, she was like, "Well, we can't do it anonymously. You have to, you have to talk to police about this." So she was like, "Well, I'm sending the police to your house right now." And I was like, "All right, okay." And so, so the police just rang your bell, and they came on well, up. They and- called me, and they said the police are at your door. And I go to my door, and there's like ten cops <gasps> facing me. I was just like, <laughs> "Mr. Baby, come out with your hands up!" <laughs> and they're all looking at they're all looking at me, and la- and they're like. Uh, tell us the story and I get to the skull and they're like skull soup oh please they're like do they you know believe you no they were like do you know what a real skull looks like and I was like yes my mother's a medical technologist and I think I know what a real skull looks like and and so they didn't believe your story so you took them to the guy's house no they they asked me where he lived uh, his name and I gave them his phone number and um uh, they went over there, and I'm sure when they opened up the door, or maybe his door was still open, who knows? And they they saw the they said that they saw the skull boiling in a pot of water still. So what happened then when you realized that this was going to make it become the leading news story of today? I didn't know that it was going to be a leading news story. I I actually went to bed last night really frightened. I, I what just, were you scared? What what was, what did you fear that was going to happen to you? I don't know. You know, I was just, I I just couldn't believe that my friends made me call the police, because I I didn't want to call the police, 
because I I did like the guy. I know. It's well, I, I, I mean, I can understand that to a certain degree, but I mean, didn't you think like, what if it's a, you know? I was like, what, what if, if what know? if, what if he is telling the truth? And I, I, you know, why, why am I calling the cops to this guy's house that I just met? Well, the thing is, though, too, is like the cops. You know, if you call the cops and they came here, he's like, look, I permit this, this, and this for these heads. Then they'd be like, oh, okay. But I mean, you just can't have heads just floating around and like hanging out in people's, boiling them in people's homes. You know, does yeah. that strikes me as weird that you're in somebody's house and there's a head boiling in a pot? But Jojo, you're also somebody who who lives in a space that has over probably two thousand representations of human bodies as dolls. You know, well, it's I've like created them myself. You know, I I'm not. Well, going. some of you've acquired too. You have a lot, like a at least forty Raggedy Ann and and Andy. Yeah, but I'm not going and knocking somebody over the head and taking their. St- Goal. And sewing buttons onto their eyes. You know, I'm not doing, yeah, that's not me. It's amazing how every channel recently, all of my old friends from the past have been calling me going, oh my God, Jojo, you're on the news. What are you doing cooking skulls? And I'm like, it wasn't me. They're, they're confusing the guy who was cooking the skulls with you. Yeah. They're, they, they're thinking, well, they're, they're just catching the tail end of the story and they're like, oh my God, Jojo, you're cooking skulls? So this like, is how urban legends get started. Yeah, I, I cook. I cook. I, my my dolls are stuffed. Well, somebody wrote us. You do put human bones into some no, of the dolls no, that you no, make, no, or you no. put a what? What do you do? Use I, I make a I put a chakra system into my dolls with crystals. So but you don't I, use any human body parts in your dolls, not even skulls. <laughs> teeth, do, Jojo. Why teeth. do you cook skulls? Uh, teeth, teeth. <laughs> I have found old dentures and things that I've used in my dolls. So you have teeth, but not oh. that's the only body part, right? And human hair. And human. I loved it on the news, uh, the ten o'clock news earlier in the day. They didn't. They have you in your T-shirt saying "Taste of Chicago" with an arrow pointing towards your genital regions, and then it w- it made it to like at the five o'clock and six o'clock. But like at the ten o'clock, they blurred out your arrow <laughs> saying that what it was. They so blurred out the taste yeah. of Chicago. I think they must have gotten a phone call or something like that. Okay, Jojo, first of all, let's talk about some of the mannequins and dolls that greet us as we come in through the front door of your studio. Well, the first doll is of my mentor, Greer Langton, because I wanted everything to begin with her, because that's when my artwork changed. And so she's like a guardian in a way. Yeah, she's my guardian, and she's actually wearing her Greer's real wedding dress. When she died, her parents threw everything she owned out into a dumpster behind her house and I dumpster dived her wedding dress and then you and then you have uh, some Siamese twins with these genitals made by Greer these are Timmy and Tommy and this is Bragan and Horny Homer and those are all dolls made these, by Greer Langston made by Greer because when you're trying to conjure the soul of the person into the doll you use some of their effects okay so then over here is a green mermaid Medusa Okay, and and uh, over here, Jesus Christ, you're just another damn hippie. And then you have a shopping cart full of cats, cats, rabbits, um, and lambs right now. And then this uh, Mohawk punk here, his name's Trash. And what about over here, Ginger Grant, and she's a pre-op transsexual. And then you have a uh, painting by Gigi over here oh. behind us. Yeah. You can see that. You can see this painting on Gigi's uh, MySpace account. And then over here you have uh, somebody that looks like an ex. Oh, so you have some cast penises that look like mushrooms. 
Yeah, and I'm actually in the jar. I won't tell you which one. Oh, one of them is your penis. Yeah. Is the biggest one yours? Uh, They're all mine. (laughs) Oh, really? It's all representations of the same penis in different stages? Oh, jeez. Don't Which make, one is it? I'm not no going to point it. You'd part. have to sleep with me to find out. It's the largest I'm just, one. I'm just going to pull it out right uh, now. No, no. <laughs> Zip. <laughs> okay. And, and it's here's, that one. Here's Phoebe and Cuckoo. Some okay. of my Two other dolls ones. here on the floor. Now, we can't sort of try to describe this. This one looks like an extra from Edward Scissorhands well, or Guns N' Roses. like a Marilyn Manson. He looks like Marilyn Manson. But um, his name's Pansy because my friend Greer had a doll named Sissy, and I didn't want a Skippy, so I made a Pansy. And over here, these and two. And Guardian yeah. Angel Gabriel. And then behind us here, you this have my ex Robert. And when I break up with somebody, I take old Russell Stover boxes and I eat the chocolate thinking about them. But I read out some of the letters, so it says "us over," and then I damage the box to how I think that relationship damaged me. And you can see some of these. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's never a positive thing. <laughs> well, br- our well, there's something you eat that chocolate. Ever positive? I don't know. And you can see some of these photos on our website, feastofools.net. Oh, and then shoes on the floor. Yeah, baby shoes, because you're a JoJo shoes. baby. Well, I, I had this thought. When was the first time that I felt like I was different? And I think that was kindergarten. So I changed the shoes into ruby slippers at that point. And then you have the last uh, time you were wearing last Sunday or last Monday, oh, you dressed on April 16th, you dressed up as a... Big Bird. Well, you had Big Bird on yourself as well, Bjork. It's, it, it's Bjork Swan, but instead of the swan, it's it's Big Bird. So it's Bjork's infamous swan Oscar outfit. And you have some paintings here. Well, actually, these are photographs. This is one of my drag mothers. This is Hathaway. This... This one is by Chris Kellner from Hook Torture Gallery. We're in a different room now, which has mostly a collection of of more traditional dolls. Well, these dolls were made by Gigi here, these busty girls here. Now, she dressed them, or she actually made their, like, faces? She, well, they're dollfy dolls from Japan, and then she customized their face and hair. And then up here, what is about the second shelf up here? Um, Some of my oldest gals up here, like, I have a doll from the 1700s. You know, and then it goes to modern day, like these are Jan McLean's from Australia called French Floozies. Now, when you sleep at night, do you ever sort of start thinking that these dolls might awaken? And I and always hear little rumbles, and I'm I'm always telling them to go to bed. Yeah, be like rest easy, that. keep those blood curling screams down to a minimum tonight. Jojo, baby needs to sleep. And then there's some uh, now. There's some bones here. What are Those these? Are all pig bones, and I had ribs, and I ate them. They're not from humans. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't asking. And there's your Macintosh computer, and and then over here you have. This is a costume I'm working on right now. It's Green Man, the protector of the forest. And oh my uh, God, are you gonna wear that to a nightclub? I do. I want to wear it to the opening of uh, the Butterfly Social Club and go as Green Man. I think that would be beautiful. I'm so trying to convince Sal to be a tree, but he wants to get a little bit thinner because he wants to go as a stick. Why does he go as a butterfly? Uh, someone dressing up in butterfly wings and fluttering Sal would around. Make a beautiful butterfly. No, or Gigi, she could be a butterfly. Yeah, she's yeah. And so now we're in the room where you usually like t- sort of cut people's hairs and you actually make the dolls. Yeah. And there's an altar behind us. And this what? is um, somebody. Homeless people always 
try to sell me stuff, and they sent me this box of telephone cord, and I was trying to figure out what to do with it, and I started weaving it, and I'm making a basket of a basket, because in gay culture, the cock and balls is called a basket, so I'm making a basket of a basket. That is a one way to recycle stuff. And I, and I want it to be able to hold a whole picnic. <laughs> so you're going to take someone on a, that your, your next date, you're going to take yeah, them on a... Strawberries and cream, lots of cream. And then behind the, uh, your sort of, your haircut chair is a... My altar. An altar that you didn't let me take flash photos. How did you know that I wasn't going to just like pull out my camera and take, start taking photos well, of I it? I warned you because you were pointing the camera in the other way because I want you to make it home safe. Because if you flash the camera into a lake with eyes, there might be a chance that he might close the roads for you. For me? For who? What's his name? Legua is the first god that you meet in voodoo. They say that he has everyone's phone number, and he's the he's the telephone operator, really. Now, Jojo, how can I make a Legua smile Jeez, upon me? I actually made that Legua there on the shrine. But my question is, so you were going to let me take a flash photo of no, a Legua? I you not no. to. No, but I, I was like, but, but what did, but you, you but know, what if, if you had, had not, no. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I would... I would have warned you after the first flash. Oh, so I get one free mistake. <laughs> you get one free pass. And then now that you've been warned, I wouldn't suggest doing it. And then, so how can I actually ingratiate myself to, to a legua? Ingratiate yourself? Ingratiate myself. So he uh, smiles upon well, my fortune. Um, th- if you see two streets that cross one another, that's usually his home. And they say if you throw coconut in this, there's, these are the things he likes. He Why likes, can't I like do something here in front of the statue? Oh, sure. You, you can give him pennies. He loves candy, sugar. Well, let's give him some coins. He loves rum. He loves marijuana. He loves coconut. Sounds a lot like me. Yeah. <laughs> if you buy a Feast of Fools he t-shirt. Prob- he probably does love anything you like. And his numbers are 3 and 21. And his colors are red, black, and white. Well, I'm going to give a, uh, a copper coin. Put it up there for you. No, you no, should put three pennies. Oh, oh three, three pennies. pennies. Oh. I don't know if I have three pennies. Who has pennies anymore? Do you have 21 pennies? I have mm. three pennies. Here we go. Oh, wow. Three pennies. going to be very happy. Now, which one is he? It's the one that's uh, with I'll that scowl. The pointy-headed one. Yeah. Uh, Jojo, can you actually point to it? Because I don't think we can. Right. Did I throw it in here? Right there, yeah. Voila. And now it goes, whoa, ha, 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 ha. And, start, and a hand comes out and reaches for the money and pulls it out. Oh. Thank you. I've never seen him represented with hands. Well, no, that's not true. I have rep- seen him represented with hands. But he's sometimes the coyote, too. This just looks like a, a sort of a mound with little seashells stuck into it. That's about right. That's right. Sorry shells for eyes, nose, mouth, ears. So, Jojo... Do you think this is going to change how you dress up in costumes or or your performances at all at nightclubs? No, not at all, no. Not even, like, the fact that I've seen you dress up sometimes like a victim of a, a violent crime. Do you think that is something that you would consider doing again? I'm not going to cut my head off for, you know. <laughs> but I mean, you won't behead yourself for art. You know. <laughs> Because I've seen I, I, I've seen you in costumes where it looked like someone had bludgeoned your head oh, with an axe. Yeah, me and Sal have gone out as hookers that have gotten like tortured by their pimps and died on the side of the road, kind of thing. Like our bra were, like my bra was ripped open and 
parts of your body were ripped up. Just bloody and beat up, yeah. Do you think you could be able to do that anytime soon? Or, I mean, it's like, has this affected that kind of decision? You know, like, Gigi just took me to go see Gunther Van Hagen's Body World 2, and, you know, I sometimes will be in a crowded room, and all of a sudden everybody has their skin off, you know? It's, It's wild to see people like that with their skin off, and then be in a room and know what everybody looks like with their skin off you know it's wild you kind of like are peering into their inner bodies when you see somebody so now like maybe you saw this head in a pot you're going to be looking at people's heads and seeing how maybe their heads shaped or something no no it's just hmm I guess I just want to forget this the past two days actually What's going on in your mind as you're, we, we just had some food out, across the street and we were crossing back and there were people honking their cars at you saying, I saw you on the news. Yeah, it's, it's like, great. You know me for like finding some skull in a pot. <laughs> well, I think that, that part of the, the story here is that the fact of, that you have a, a lot of costumes and you live a very unusual life and you ha- you're surrounded by so many representations of the human body to actually find a, a severed head boiling in a pot yeah. is, is newsworthy and, and maybe people are recognizing that. That's, that's my closest ex- experience to finding a dead body, really. Well, you did find a dead body. You found the head. I did find a head, yeah. But, you know, I, I saw my mother dead and I wish I wouldn't have seen her that way. I saw my father dead too, and I took pictures of it. Some people find uh, the, that actually, like being there with the with the dead body, is is a part of the healing process because it helps you accept the fact that their person's passed on. But, I mean, it was was, but this wasn't healing for you. I mean, it, no, is there because the back of my mother's head was falling apart, and it was just it's not. I didn't want to remember my mom that way. Do you, you know, think I still have nightmares of my mother that way? Do you think this has triggered this experience has triggered some of those bad memories? Sure, I had a hard time falling asleep last night. Yeah. So what are you going to do to actually sort of heal or grow from this experience? Well, my my doctor has recommended that I see somebody. Like, see a therapist. See a therapist, but um. Well, the news people should pay for it. <laughs> well, it seems like it's very shock. Like it's it's a shock. It's a shock to your system. How many news? Reporters and agencies came to your home today. Several, several. At least the it three major like networks. A, it's like I said before. It seemed like I was telling the story every half an hour. It was kind of and some, since from the moment you woke up today. Since the moment I woke up, yeah. The, my first phone call was that the guy that you sent the police after last night was arrested from my friend Ron. And the next phone call was Channel 2 News. It was like, whoa, here it goes. So they did arrest the guy then? I think they took him down to question him, but he was participating, so... It's, it, they haven't arrested him. It's, they're calling it a, a, a death investigation because they have a dead head, so they're investigating the cause of that person's death. What are you going to wear? What, co- <laughs> what costume are you going to wear this Monday? Well, me and Sal are going out as holy rollers. So it has nothing to do with any no, of this? We already planned it. Like, What about the following week? And everybody, everybody at, at, uh, at uh, Boom Boom Room this Monday is going to say, I saw you on the news, I saw you on the news. I'm sure. Well, but, you could have worn a Feast you know, of Fools t-shirt for crying out sorry, loud, Jojo. Yeah. 
Sorry. You're gonna say like I, you can listen to me on the Feast of Fools podcast, <laughs> home of Boomer the Dits. <laughs> well, you know, maybe we might do French because French that were beheaded, uh, and the the families of the dead would wear red ribbons around their neck to represent the severed head of their deceased. What do you say to someone who will come up to you and inevitably, now that you're had a lot of visibility, they're going to criticize you for being insensitive. Actually, I'm being praised by a lot of people. They're like, you did a good thing. What would you say, though, to somebody who would criticize you for that, for being insensitive, or criticize us for being insensitive to this anonymous person's severed head or their lives? Think about your loved one boiling in a pot. That's what my, my friend Ron said to me. He was like, if that was JJ's head in a pot, wouldn't you want this person to be investigated? And that was my, that was the, the, the bone broke in my back. And that's what made me call 911, you know? Thank you, Jojo. Thank you, listeners. And that is all the news we have for the Feast of Fools Gay Fun Show today. Mm -hmm. Just when you thought it was going to be a slow news week, boy, George gets arrested and... (laughs) You know, George Bush goes on American Idol, but JoJo's story he of trumps this, it all. He trumped everything. And just when you thought it was safe to go into a stranger's home that to buy mannequin <laughs> body parts in the basement. In the basement, you find a boiling mm-hmm. head on the stove. What would you have done, Mark, if you actually I would have laughed as soon as I saw the skull. I'd say, Thank you. I, I have to go. I wouldn't even done anything. I mean, I would have sought seen that. Mm-hmm. I would have turned around and ran. You know? I I and there was no way I would have gone into the basement. Which you know, that's just me though, you know, and, and that sort of makes me worry for someone, our friend JoJo, because it, I just putting you yourself know. in that sort of risky situation is not it's necessarily risky. a wise thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but you know, maybe he just felt safe and didn't feel it did. He's seen a lot of weird things, and and he felt like he wasn't in danger. Yeah. I mean, this is a person he also who did, did. He also throw t- parties with Michael Alec. Yes, that's true. You know, who, who was the disco bloodbath murder? Bloodbath. Bloodbath murder. Bloodbath. Blah blah. blah. So yeah, One and, and the other thing is that Ooh. he told it Gigi because I talked to Gigi on the phone, and Gigi said that he he was conscientious about always having this guy in front of him. So when they went down the stairs, he never got in. Front he never of him let him be on behind him right. his back. <laughs> That's sort of that true if you're in prison. And mm-hmm. like, I had a similar kind of experience. So yeah. when I was in Mexico, I was staying with people, and uh, you know, here in America is like somebody makes chicken soup and stuff like that. You know, they cook a chicken. But I was there, and I lifted up the pot to see what kind of what kind of soup they were making, and it was about about ten chicken feet just cooking in a pot. Well, you're recycling, but you know, mm. I draw the line when it comes yeah. to human beings. Yeah. I mean, that's why like PETA and all these sort of vegetarian or animal rights activists mm-hmm. are trying to say. It's like, what's the difference between, between eating yeah. an animal and eating a person? I the difference know. is people talk. <laughs> Animals, the, well, they, some yeah, don't Most talk. don't. Most don't. That is the question, you know? What mm-hmm. is it you, you're holding in your front? You really want to do this Shakespeare? I, no, I don't want to do it. I'm not going gonna, gonna, gonna to do it. I just want to say, just because I always thought, I, I thought it was kind of, I was like, <laughs> I tried to get Jojo to to do this thing because there was three of us. You wanted, us. Ha- you wanted, I wanted the three to do the, the three of us, the three witches from Macbeth, and do the because I just love it because it's the double double toil and trouble, fire burning cauldron bubble. Because I just picture like you know it's a head in a pot. So it was like this guy. I don't know. I think he's into some weird spooky witchcraft or bubble, something. Bubble, bubble. But you know, as as we've seen on Doctor uh-huh. Who, what words do have yeah. psychic? <laughs> Supernatural powers. They do. They do. So we need a healing spell, though. 
So I please th- don't send... you feel like you need to be healed? Well, maybe play a little Don Juan Dracula will heal us. <laughs> Dracula. You know? Don Juan Dracula. DJD. That and young you know what's ball. Is, is getting a Feast of Fools t-shirt. Ooh, you look so good in a Feast of Fools t-shirt. I'm wearing one right now, believe it or not. And it'll stop bullets. It'll stop from uh, a possible serial killer from it'll putting stop. your head in a pot. <laughs> it'll stop decapitation. Wow. Well, so I'm going to encourage you to please yeah. visit FeastOfFools.net. Comment on the show. Get a profile. Get involved in the uh, comment boards and the uh, forums. Uh, people are really having a good time with that, and we enjoy chiming in. If you like shows like this, tell the local media, spread the word, tell your friends about the Feast of Fools Gay Fun Show, mm-hmm. the world's most downloaded, the world's most downloaded GLBT podcast. Mm-hmm. Double uh, downloaded millions of times. We are in the year. two millions, aren't we? Yeah, we're in two million at least. Yeah, at least so. two million. Isn't that wow. amazing? So buy some T-shirts, get Don Juan Dracula's music available through our website. Feastoffools.net, home of Fausto and Mark. <laughs> in the morning. In the morning, in the evening, anytime. It's supper time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.